Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Welcome in after a uh, pretty fun weekend for most of you, unless you root for Utah State football and you watch the Boise State debacle because that was awful. But for everybody else, the Cougars roll, the Utes roll, the Jazz win a couple of home games. Everybody got the W's they were supposed to get. We will start with BYU. They're up 49-0 on UMass. Honestly. It didn't even look like tackle football. There was no one even close to those guys. When you've got three or four drives of one or two plays, it's a joke. And I don't know. U- UMass was never good. This is the fourth time they played. They did win a game in BYU. That was awful for BYU. But this was a new level of awful. Uh, BYU, <laughs> they just shredded UMass. And UMass was better than this in the other three games. I don't know what's happened to them, but it was 49 nothing at halftime, and UMass could have been 52 if the field goal hadn't hit the upright. So it was terrible. Kalani Sataki, here he is after BYU just completely demolishes UMass. You know, I talked to Coach Bell after the game and heard that Isaiah Rogers is, is, is going to be okay and make a full recovery, so happy about that. I think he has a lot of a potential and possibly playing at the next level, so happy to see that he's going to be good and Thought I was, you know, just proud of the way our team played. Great effort, and uh, especially in the first half. Uh, obviously, not happy with some of the things that went on on the, in the second half, but it's things that we can learn from and get better. So, looking forward to that as we step up for the next weekend, uh, next week game against uh, San Diego State. So, any questions? Yeah, I was really pleased with the guys. I thought I thought they played really well on assignment sound on defense. Um, offense, I think it was the first drive was the only one that that uh, we didn't end up in some points, you know. But um, and then the last one we missed a field goal. So there's a lot of things that we got to keep working on. But uh, overall, I just really pleased with the way those guys worked. And we decided in the second half to go young and go into our probably our threes more than anything. And uh, obviously, they didn't do it as well. They, they a lot of them made some plays, but. Um, not enough. We gave us some points and some big plays, but um, I think that's okay. We'll just keep working on it. And I don't know what yards they finished with, but uh, I know in the first half they didn't have a lot. And so I think the second half, those guys obviously gave up some big plays and some points. And I'm not happy about that, but we'll get better and keep working on it. Yeah, I mean, that's... It seems like he he, he was he was uh, kind of in his zone and felt really comfortable with it. And um, I think the first series is what he got sacked, you know. And, and uh, other than that, I thought I thought mentally he was ready to roll. So I was really happy that he's able to make some plays and uh, they'll spread the ball out quite a bit. And uh, the run game worked. And so this was a really good moment for us, especially that second quarter. That was a lot of points. So. Uh, Jaron, we'll still work. We're still seeing how. I mean, he wasn't dressed today, but um, that's going to be something that the training room can answer better than I can. So, but he has a role right now. It's just not being on the field. And uh, Joe, I thought was okay. You know, I have to watch the film, but um, we had some bad throws. And we, but I mean, that's not all on him. That's the offense uh, altogether. But um, yeah, I thought we should have had better production in the second half on offense and should have stopped guys on defense. Yeah, Jackson's a – we knew he was a playmaker. It's just a matter of him getting his legs back and getting healthy. We knew that we were going to try to redshirt him and keep him to the four-game limit for, for uh, what he can do. And he's still he's still not 100% yet. You know, He's still coming back, trying to get healthy. And 
trying to get the mission legs, uh, you know, trying to get back his old legs that he had in Lone Peak. But uh, the guy, is a, he's a speedster, so whenever he breaks open to the next level, it's usually a, a big play for him. I thought Tyler Algier did a good job filling in as well. and um, They moved him over midweek because of the injury to Sione. And, um, yeah, I thought, I thought uh, offensively they, they put a good game plan that would highlight those guys move, uh, taking care of the football, first of all, and then moving the ball on the ground. Yeah, I mean they, they've always they've always done that. They've 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 had a lot of energy, you know, and it's up to us, us coaches to keep uh, using that energy and that excitement, and the effort that they give us, and and to get success. And so uh, I'm just glad that the guys were able to handle it well. And you mentioned that the maturity. A lot of them grew up a lot this year. You know, it just wasn't like they just came home from their missions and were ready to roll. A lot of them grew up, and and hopefully some of them will grow up again um, in the second half. You know, we we had a lot of guys make some plays, and a lot of guys give up some plays, and that's yeah. I think it's okay to, to learn some really tough lessons um, and still come away winning with with uh, how comfortably we got that win. So uh, that that should make our team better. I, I just I'm not really happy with with the the performance by our defense in the second half, and that's just. That's just part, but I'm really happy that we got the win. And it wasn't everyone; it was just enough guys. And UMass made plays wherever we made mistakes, and that's that can't happen anymore. Yeah, and he, you know, I mean, we've had to replace him on defense a little bit because he usually gets a lot of reps and gets a lot of plays for us. So, but I thought I thought the coaches did an amazing job. Coach Grimes and, and AJ Stewart and A Rod, all the, that whole group did a good job putting together a game plan that utilized those guys' skill, you know. And, and I think you see some of the swing passes that we threw to not only him but Jackson, and, and we used Lopini as sparingly as we could to keep him healthy. And um, but I, I think the the great day I saw some old line being up front, you know, moving, moving the piles and moving people, and and when they do that, it should it should be it should be in our favor. Anybody can run the ball when that happens. Yeah, you remember when we talked about that? That was some one of the the low parts of last week's performance. That we had so many administrative penalties, so we wanted to see that improve. And again, I give a lot of credit to our coaches for um, teaching our guys more discipline, but also making sure that that they perform better. And um, you know, we still had some penalties a little bit here and there, but I, th- I thought it wasn't anything that was. Uh, I don't think I don't know if we had any. Did we have any false starts? I don't want. Yeah, that's that's good. So let's let's just continue that one rolling for a while. But I, I think there are things that we wanted to improve on, and we made a, a huge step with this game, and that was one of them: is, is limiting or not having administrative penalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they were upset because it was on on their sideline. But I I I didn't see the play, and I was looking for a replay, they didn't show it, but. Seemed like he might have slipped and we might have hit him, and it seemed the timing was all wrong. And um, you know, our guys—I thought our guys played a clean sports, uh, sportsmanship type of game. And and afterwards, I think they were upset and, and had some pushing. And we just told our guys not to worry about it. But we, you know, we had a word of prayer for for Isaiah and, and his family and for their team at, at that point. And that was 
we're not a cheap team, and they know it. And after the game, we're able to shake hands and, and have a and, and and share our mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just I just like the fact that we came out of this fairly heavy, uh, injury free, you know, on on the offensive side and and um, defensively, same thing. We might have a couple guys that went down. I think Bracken was one that was uh, the one that sticks out the most, but uh, we'll see how that goes. I, we'll, we'll get these guys healed up, and the, the healthy ones will be ready to roll next week, and, and looking forward to going to San Diego. And like we saw a lot of our fans out here, appreciate them being out here and supporting us. Looking forward to seeing all our fans down the SoCal area as well. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to ending, ending the season, the regular season, the right way. No, Austin Lee is not season-ending. Neither is Lorenzo. We're looking forward to getting them back next week. Um, Chris, we're we're holding him off a little bit as well. Chris Wilcox didn't make the trip, and so um, we'll see how they progress. But I'm uh, pretty sure Austin and and, um, and Lorenzo will play next week. Maybe. I mean, I, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I I don't. I think he's from that Southern California area, so he wants to play in this game, but. We'll, we'll do what's the, the best thing for him, and, and sometimes you have to save these young men from themselves and their desire to play. So we'll see what happens. That's Kalani Sataki and his post-game thoughts. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the Utes dominating in Tucson. When we return, you'll hear from Kyle Whittingham, also from Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, and Francis Bernard. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. The Utes. That was complete. 35 nothing over Arizona until Arizona scored with two minutes to go against the backups. Utes have two shutouts this year. They could easily have four. Oregon State and Arizona both went down and scored against reserves on their final possession to avoid a shutout. The Ute defense was overwhelming. The offense was dominant. Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, and Francis Bernard, their postgame thoughts as they meet with the media. Is that intentional or is that just what you guys have been doing all year? Uh, I would say probably just what we've been doing all year. You know, we the defense, they came out to play, you know, for the first half of that game for sure. Um, they didn't make anything easy, so uh, we just had to continue to go out there. And, you know, it was good for us, you know, because uh, you don't want to just come out there and just throw half all the time, uh, five play drives and things like that. It's good to have those type of drives because those are the type of drives that uh, make the offense better. <laughs> yeah, those is good too, you know, keep guys fresh. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they came out to play, like I said, you know, they're seeing night and things like that. We're coming into their stadium. Um, they wanted to set a tone and things like that, but uh, I think we did a good job of uh, turning that down a little bit. Um, could have kept our composure a lot more, you know, with some sloppy penalties and things like that. But, uh, I mean, it was just good to go ahead and we got a lot of guys came out this game uh, healthy, so that was a big part. You guys didn't get that fourth and one at the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to have the green light from your coach 
in that situation as an offense? Uh, it's really good, you know. Um, has a lot of trust in our offense and our offensive line. And, uh, I mean, we want to uh, capitalize on those type of things uh, next time for sure. So, I mean, it can be a turning point of the game. So, it's really good to have that. So, what was the feeling coming out in the third quarter then after that? Uh, just come out and dominate. You know, we uh, felt like they were hanging around a little bit too much. Score was only 14 zip, but uh, we were doing a lot of good things on offense, moving the ball up and down. Um, but we just wanted to come out and just put some points to go ahead with that. So that's what we did. Tyler, you guys, uh, with Oregon losing now, you're kind of the Pac-12's last uh, remaining contender for the college football playoff. How do you view that at this point? Are you worried about Colorado and not that? or? Uh, we just got to continue to win out, and it's going to take care of itself. Does it surprise you that it's down to you guys, basically? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Fair enough. <laughs> For any three of you guys can take this one. You know, we saw Oregon get upset at Arizona State. You guys are making this look easy, but we know it's not. To be having these kind of performances week in, week out. What is the secret for you guys to maintain your focus that's allowing you to have such dominant performances? Preparation. Um, understand what the coaches is trying to present to us <clears throat> Monday through Friday. Uh, we got it. It's up to us to go out Saturday and execute what what is being presented to us. Um, I feel like our coaches doing a, our coaches are doing a great job of putting us in great position. It's all about us finishing it. We could definitely do better, but. Um, Pat 12 is a hard, hard confidence to be in. Yeah, you don't never know who's gonna win. So, Zach, Zach, is, oh, no. Zach, you guys are really good at just kind of grinding people mm -hmm. down over the course of a game. What? You know, a lot of teams try to do that and don't have as much success. What kind of separates you guys? Why are you guys able to do it so well? <laughs> uh, we do it every drive for the most part. Um, it's our mentality for sure. Uh, like you said, Monday through Friday, um, we understand that we want to be the most physical team in the pack each and every uh, time we come out here. Um, you put us on TV, we want to make sure that we go ahead and um, show that we're going to dominate each every play for the next four quarters. So, uh, I mean, it's a really good shout out to our offensive line, you know, Coach Harden and what those guys do up there because, I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, throughout the course of the game, they were sprinting to the line because they was that eager to go ahead and just get a block. So, I mean, it's really fun to go ahead and run behind those guys. Francis, you guys win by 28, but was it kind of a frustrating game in some respects that they kind of held on for so long? Yeah, um, you know, we knew going into this game that we were going to see two different quarterbacks. 17 was going to be more of the passer. You know, when he was going to set uh, line up and run zone read, he was going to hand the ball off. But when 14 came in, they kind of mixed things up and, uh, you know, Kind of caught us, caught, off, caught us off balance for a little bit, but we knew, we knew exactly what was going to happen, and we just had to adjust, and we did, and you know we were able to do what we did. How hard is that to kind of give up a shutout? I know it was the, you know the younger guys, but I mean, as a defense that prides yourselves on holding these teams, how, how hard is that? Man, it's tough just because you know we go into every single every single day. You know we prepare every single day like it's game day, and. We till the twos and the threes, you know, they got to prepare the exact same way that they do. And so it's just frustrating to see them go out and not, I guess, take the same pride that we have and, and execute on, you know, on Saturday. And so what are your thoughts on the race now with Oregon losing in the college football playoff and you guys, you guys being the, the Pac-12's last remaining hope? I mean, is that... A great position to be in, obviously, or pressure? Yeah. Or? I think Tower hit on the money, you know, uh, 
it's going to take care of itself as we continue to do our, our job, you know, winning games and, you know, dominating. Um, I believe and I know our team believes that, you know, the college football, you know, playoffs, the community, you know, they're going to make the decision. And, um, you know, we'll just we'll just leave it at that because, you know, we can't do anything but continue to do our thing and win. Speaking of that, Francis, what's it like to go on to senior night next week with, with so much at stake to include your bicycles? Um, it's exciting. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of special moments in the season, and you know, I'm just thankful to be a part of something special that's going on. I'm thinking for the, the offense for doing, you know, a great job of keeping the defense healthy, and so um, just to go one last time in Ricicles next, next week, we're excited and it's gonna be fun. Francis, that was the second best rushing team in the Pac-12 behind you guys, but you held them 61 yards rushing. How much pride are you taking in shutting down these these rushing these teams in the Pac-12? That are really good at running football until they meet up with you guys. We take a lot of pride in it. You know, we every single day, every single game, going going into every single game, we try to make every team every team one dimensional. And when we can do that, you know, not a whole lot of teams can beat us. Not a whole lot of teams can do much when they can just only do one thing. Except if you're probably like Washington State, who only passes the ball. But you know, once we take one one thing away, then they have to resort to something that they're not comfortable with. And you know, it's it's not that hard hard of a game after that. Last one, guys. How important has it been for you? You guys get over 500 yards, pretty balanced. I and mean, how, how important has it been to be balanced in, in both sides of the game? Uh, a team don't know what we're doing. They, they, they ain't got no beat on how we coming at them, but we coming straight at them. And um, they got to be ready to play every time we touch the field. There are the U players. Now here's head coach Kyle Whittingham. All right, proud of our guys came down here and uh, needed to get a win. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, played well in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams were all solid. Uh, big night out of Zach Moss, 200-plus yards. Tyler Huntley was sharp again. The one interception was a, a route structure issue. It was not a bad throw. It was uh, a misread by a receiver and uh, put the ball right where it should have been, but the route was not where it should have been. So Tyler was nearly flawless again. Uh, defense, outstanding. The ones pitched a shutout. The only touchdown they got was there at the end with the twos. Twos needed work, and so... I'm not going to risk the ones in that situation, and we just, you know, it's, you know that's just how it went down. Um, got one more to go now in regular season. Got all our attention turned to Colorado. They're coming to our place, senior night, senior day, whatever the case may be, whenever kickoff is. And uh, this, is, this is a heck of a group of seniors that we got, and, and, and they're, they're, uh, they've meant so much to this program and have done so much for this program. And we're going to miss them, but we still got some time together, which is the positive. We got, uh, you know, a few more games together. We'll see what how it uh, goes down. But, but uh, excited about where we're at. You know, we're, we're sitting here ten and one, with one regular season game left, like we said, and and uh, relatively healthy. So we'll see what happens. Questions? Surprise is so dominant in the last several weeks. You've just been blowing everybody out. Execution on offense, we controlled the ball for almost 40 minutes tonight. So our, de our defense played 19 snaps in the first half, ended up playing 52 total. And I think most of that was on that last drive against the twos. But uh, it starts with that, not turning the ball over, possessing the ball on offense, controlling the ball, uh, getting out of drives defensively. The time of possession is not just an offensive stat. It's, it's defense contributes to that as well by winning third down. They were 2 of 12 on third down tonight, so we own third down. And it all starts with the run defense. When you play tough run defense and turn a team one-dimensional, everything becomes much easier. 
How are you feeling at halftime? Do you dominate the way you did and get 14? Yeah, scoreboard didn't say much to that effect. We had like 290 to 50 yards, but we only had 14 points. But there's only four possessions we had in the first first quarter in the first half. So we scored on two of them, and then obviously got. Uh, Turned away on that last drive. Would have done it again. With, you know, from the one yard line, with our with as physical as our offensive line is, and with the best running back in the Pac-12, that's a no-brainer. I'd go for that 10 out of 10 times in that circumstance, but didn't work out. Credit Arizona. They they did a nice job in that goal line play. But uh, yeah, statistically we beat them up pretty good in the first half. But but uh, score wise, it was not uh, not what you'd expect. Well, the first couple drives, obviously, you had a lot of sustained drives with a lot of plays and that. In the second half, you scored quicker. Is that intentional, or is that just how the game just how it, Just how it unfolded, and, and uh, Tyler hit some big ones down the field. Brant Keithy was outstanding again. Uh, receivers played well. Offensive line played well. So no real plan to do anything different. It's just what the what was there, what Tyler was seeing. Do you have any comment on the Oregon losing and you're not here carrying the Don't care. It doesn't matter. Year. we got all hands full of Colorado. We're going to try to figure out how to make a first down next week. That's our, <laughs> that's our objective. And so whatever else is happening is none of our business and, and not con- no, of no concern of ours. But Colorado did win, so they'll be playing for bowl eligibility. Maybe add a little uh, more motivation. Sure, sure could. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, We expect their best shot. That's what we, exactly what we expect, and, and we've got to be ready to play, just like every other week. But you guys are making this look easy, but we know it's not. It's not easy. Never, never take or, winning or for granted. Don't get bored with winning. Game. Yeah, this, it's not easy to it's do. The Pac-12. Any given week, if you're not ready to play, if you're not on your A game, then uh, the Huskies lost tonight, from what I understand. So, yeah. so it's a very balanced conference, and uh, if you're not mentally ready and focused and have done your work Monday through Friday, you, you got a chance to get beat. So, how are your guys? able to do this and continue this. They do their work Monday through Friday. That's where it starts. There's a great practicing team. They, they watch film. They do all the things that... Whoa, KSL. Sorry, KSL. <laughs> they do all the things that uh, you should do to prepare for a game. And then, of course, you know the, the bottom line is making plays on Saturdays, as the case may be whenever the game is. But, but uh, and, and they... They genuinely, this team has a lot of love for each other, and that, that helps. I mean, that is definitely a factor. And, you know, they trust each other, and they love playing with each other. I'm sure it's a, a coaching moment for the, you know, the younger defense that gave up the, the touchdown. What, what do you see from the, maybe your more experienced players that will help them in that scenario? Well, it was good for them to get that experience, and, uh, you know, they need that, the play. I mean, that's why they're twos, because they're not quite where they need to be yet. And, uh, you know, they got to... About seven minutes worth of work there, but uh, the twos will, you know, the ones will, you know, tutor them and mentor them, and and a lot of those guys are going to be playing for us next year, and so it's good to get those reps rather than worry about preserving a shutout and maybe miss, losing a starter. That doesn't make sense in that situation. So we took Zach Moss out, uh, you know, after the third quarter for the same reason. And Tyler, I think, was the first drive in the fourth quarter, and then he was out. So you can't get too hung up on statistics and and that type of thing. You just got to do what you need to do to think long term and big picture. What makes Andy Ludwig such a creative offensive line? Well, one thing, he's an absolute workaholic. He's in the office from sun up to 11 at night. I mean, he's, he's, he's studying the opponent, dissecting the opponent, uh, understands all their tendencies, each player's strengths and weaknesses, and then schemes from there to get our guys in the best situations and best, best uh, you know, position to succeed. And he's got a great feel. He's a great game day play caller. He's got a great feel for setting plays up. It's not just a grab bag of place it's there's there's a method to the madness and and setting plays up maybe it's in the first quarter for a third quarter play and that's that's he's good along those lines he had the, the Keith he had the two touchdown runs it seemed like there was just enough new stuff yep. for 
game 11. Exactly, exactly. And there's, you know, the tight end throwback that we had that gave us a first down down there in the, in the deep in the red zone. And he's got, to, you know, when you're around as an offensive coordinator for 25 plus years at this level, you learn some things. And he's, he's definitely. Uh, Done an outstanding job for us. Keithy, I mean, he's, I mean, he's able to make sweet plays. He's able to go downfield. I mean, what, what can Keithy do in your, in your offense? Well, he can do everything we ask him to do, and that's you know, he's he's not a prototypical size for tight end. He's six two, about two thirty, but he's fast and athletic and quick, and he's got great hand eye coordination, and he's just a football player. He's a throwback. You know, he's just a good old fashioned football player, okay. and he runs. He's very, you know, he's a. He's quick. Can you expand on the time of possession and how it's offense and defense? But your defense has been fresh all year just because you guys have yep. taken a lot of time off the clock. Twofold because our offense is converting third downs and possessing the football and moving the chains, and our defense is getting off the field. We lead the conference in third down conversion, which if you get out of third downs, you're going to get off the field. So that's uh, they're doing their part in that respect. But but uh, we're amongst the nation's leaders possessing the football, and, and uh, we're fairly deliberate. You know, we don't think fast pace is in our best interest. We like doing it just how we're doing it right now. Anything you can say about Brian Thompson's interview? No, it just it doesn't uh, hopefully appear serious. You know, obviously had to leave the game tonight, but, but we'll know a lot more tomorrow. How and again, you, you won't know more than tomorrow. <laughs> you're undefeated in your 60s. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, thank you, PK. You guys. That's, that's good. I'll go home and tell my wife that. There's Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham as they come home now to face Colorado. And no, he doesn't want to talk about Oregon. That loss. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in the 7 o'clock hour. What does that loss mean for the Utes? All right, DJ and PK, the Jazz win a couple games Friday and Saturday. We got the best of the Jazz post game Next, stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. The Utah Jazz win again Saturday night. They cruised to the victory over the Pelicans. New Orleans did make it close late, but nonetheless, Jazz get out of there with the win. Here is the best of the Jazz postgame show. Your Jazz recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott with you as the Jazz beat the Pelicans on Saturday night, 128-120. to Behind a big-time night from Donovan Mitchell, 37 points on 12 of 26 shooting, 7 boards and 5 assists. And with no Rudy Gobert sat out Saturday night's game with an ankle important for Donovan to step up. Boyan Bogdanovich had 28 points on 10 of 17 shooting. And how about Tony Bradley stepping into the starting lineup for Rudy Gobert, having a solid night. Night in 22 minutes, 14 points, nine rebounds, and even had a monster block shot there in the second half. All right, let's let you hear some post-game sound. Let's start things off with Quinn Snyder from the podium. How do you feel like your defense held up, especially without Rudy tonight? Well, the, the game, you know, particularly the first pa- first half, was at a you know a, a tremendous pace, and um, you know there there was some breakdowns. In transition, um, they put so much pressure on you, and without the second half, you know, some switching and things like that, that you know we tend to do more with with Rudy out. Um, 
they shot the ball well. You know, I thought Brandon Ingram made some, you know, some tough plays and tough shots. Um, with the exception of fouling shooters a couple times, um, which is always tough, but that's a sign of guys being aggressive. I thought Royce really contested. Drew Holiday hit some really tough shots. Um, and they're a really good offensive team. So, um, you know, not separating offense and defense. You know, I thought we really competed and played together as a unit and, you know, played well enough to win against a very good team. And they've, they've, they've been playing really well, too. So um, it's a heck of a win for us. Tony Bradley's first career start tonight. What did you think of his 22 minutes? He, he played terrific. And, you know, you never know when your time is going to come. And, you know, he got, you know, he, he got in when, when Ed got hurt and had a couple games where he played. And then we went small with Jeff, and he didn't play. And then the other night, um, Golden State, you know, being undermanned was big with three power forwards. And, you know, he got another opportunity. And tonight, you know, he may not have played. And Rudy can't play. And here it goes again. It just shows you um, how players can't, you know, all of us, you, you know, we, you can't be despondent about certain things. You just got to be ready. And when you approach it that way and you throw yourself into the group, you know, when it does come, you've got the best chance of, of playing well. And I, I think more than anything, Tony put himself in a place mentally, um, and his play reflected that. Coach, in the, in the context of the back-to-back, how, how important was it for you guys to build that big lead and, and have a cushion uh, when you guys kind of got a little bit tired at the end? Yeah, I mean, I, I think particularly the, the way that New Orleans plays puts a lot of pressure on you. Um, you know, we subbed a, a variety of ways in the second half to try to have guys in some shorter stints that, um, you know, we felt was important and just told the guys, just, you know, play, let us know when you're tired and we'll get somebody else in and kind of a next man up type mentality with our substitutions. And, you know, I thought guys really responded to that. Coach, speaking of building that lead, 74 first half points, what was working so well for the team out there in that opening half? Well, I think we were aggressive, you know, um, shooting the ball. You know, guys were were locked in, and, you know, when they had opportunities. Maybe, you know, you're not you know, as open as you'd like to be, but you're open enough to get a good look off and be on balance. And um, I thought we were taking taking good shots and shooting the ball with confidence and really playing for each other. Coach, back here. Are you concerned that uh, you've built up the leads and you've struggled to maintain them throughout the game at all? This was a great win. No, 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 so, I'm not saying it's So not. I guess what I'm saying, like, the way the game went, this would – am I concerned if we build up leads and lose them? Absolutely. But tonight I think, you know, we built up a lead, you know, making shots and playing well. And then I, I think the second half we were a little tired, but I still think we played well. And I think New Orleans made a lot of shots and that carving in the lead. Um, it was, I think it, tonight it was more about what they were doing than there wasn't really a let up other than sometimes, it, you know, I think we didn't communicate um, in a few small, small pick and rolls and we made some mental errors, foul and shooters, but I think we were locked in. You know, I don't, I, I don't think, I think they played well to come back, let me put it that way. You know, they made, they made a lot of plays, but, you know, 
generally, if, if I, I don't like losing leads, <laughs> and you know, the other night though was very different than the situation tonight. I, I think we also made plays at the end of the game that we needed to make to win the game. Okay. I was Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder after his team's 128-120 win over the Pelicans. Let's let you hear now from some players in the locker room after the game. Let's start things off with Jeff Green. Um, are you good? Jeff, I want to start first. Just the rally because I was talking to you before the game about him and just what you got from him tonight, your overall impressions. Uh, he went out there and just played hard. Um, you know, that was his mindset. Um, I mean, I told him just – God, they don't overthink the game. Um, he's here for a reason. Uh, the game has made him mistakes, but try to look past him and continue to just play hard, and he did that. Coach said that despite the Pelicans battling back, y'all were locked in tonight. What did you see what, as far as mental focus tonight? Uh, we were very aware of the personnel, um, where they were on the floor, uh, like a J.J. Reddick, uh, knowing he's chasing threes, uh, you know, being able to uh, be there for the help when, you know, you got a guy like Brandon uh, creating and getting to the rim. But uh, we were very locked in communicating and, um, you know, getting stops. Were you worried at all when uh, they kind of made the run in the second half after dominating so much in the first half? No. So this is the first time that you guys are going to be on a long road trip together as a new group. Uh, I, I, I imagine you're looking forward to that as well, but it's going to be challenging too. What are your thoughts? <laughs> it's a long one. Uh, <laughs> I got to word this right. So I want to offend cities. Um, a lot of team it's, bonding. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good to you know, be together for a long extended period of time. Um, to continue our growth together uh, on and off the court. Um, so, But we got some tough teams ahead, and uh, I think we're looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. I thought about asking it this way, too. Do, do you get excited to see what you guys can do when you get your first tough road test? Well, I mean, this is not like the first tough game, so I'm not uh, overly concerned with us, uh, you know, going to games and seeing what we can be. I know what we can be. Um, we just have to, you know, come focused and, you know, come prepared. Um, and that's about it. I'm, I'm not worried about the teams. Um, you know, I'm more focused on what we have to do. And I know we can be special. We just have to keep that mindset. Okay, thank you. Jake and Coach, that's Jeff Green. Back to you guys upstairs. That was Jeff Green who came in off the bench on Saturday night. 15 points, four boards, and three assists. Let's now let you hear from Boyan Bogdanovich. It was, it was a tough team to play. To play back to back against them, you know how how fast they how fast they play. A lot of pin downs for the for JJ already, but I think that we did a great job overall, overall, especially especially first half. Coach also talked about confidence in the way you guys were shooting tonight. What did you see there that allowed you guys to be so effective from three? I think that this is our our best best game offensively so far. I mean, every single player is playing like you say with a, with a high confidence. So. We start a game. We start a game really, really good with 14, 14 all, all around. That that help us to to get to get our energy back to involve the to involve the crowd in a in a game as well. So without Rudy Gobert and then Tony Bradley next man up, what did you get from him tonight? We all know how how good he is offensively, but defensively he did a great job protecting the paint today, blocking some shots, and then like uh, like I said, offensively he's he's capable to to get a double double every single game. What was working so well for you in that first half, for, for both you individually and the team as a whole? I mean, we just play our our defense great defensively. Then we had a, we had a lot of sh- open shots on uh, on on the other end. 
So that's, that was the that was the key of of, of the game. Donovan, sorry, Donovan made that pretty much full court pass to you. Could you just take us through that play and what you saw? Yeah, I almost missed the dunk. I was I was so tired at that time, but yeah, it, it was great, great court vision, court vision by by him and and, and great pass as well. <laughs> like I said, great, great pass. He's looking, he's looking to involve everybody, especially early on on, on the game. So, great job. How do you approach five straight on the road? It's a long road trip. It's going to be a long, long road trip, like you said, and then we play all teams that they are almost over, over 500. That was that these two games that we played at home was 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 great. W's to to go over there with a with a confidence, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough. But we are we know how how good we are and we are we are prepared. Uh, I don't want to say like that that we that we get tired, but we know that how good they are that they're gonna have their their runs that they're gonna they're gonna hit a shot obviously. But like I said, the most important that we that we get this W's back to back. All right, that's Boyan Bogdanovich. Back to you guys. That was Boyan Bogdanovich, 28 points on 10 of 17 shooting, 3 of 7 from 3, 5 boards, 5 assists as well. Let's now let you hear from Mike Conley. You, you stepped up, you got that, that alley-oop, and then you stepped up and hit that 3 even when Mitchell had the mismatch. Yeah. Tell about those two plays. Um, they, they were big plays. I, you know, I had to kind of get my legs under me. You know, I, was, I had one goal tonight, and I was to chase J.J. Redick around. Um, so it was my mind was just... Just stuck on that, and uh, fourth quarter is, is winning time. You know, you got to make plays to win, and uh, both those were big for us in the time when they were making making runs and big for me. And um, you know, I'm just it was a, it was a comfortable shot, comfortable plays in the paint that I'm used to making. Quinn called this a quote great victory, uh, a back to back without Rudy. I mean, what kind of effort does it take to get like this? Uh, it takes a team, total team effort. You know, uh, we didn't know we, we didn't know we were going to have him. You know, so uh, for Tony to be ready, you know, and uh, everybody else who was able to come in, Georgie, um, X, everybody who had to play minutes and, and, and different spells, um, it was just huge. You know, for us to come out and be able to to tackle a team like New Orleans who have been playing better over the last week or so and can score a lot of points on you. This clubhouse is so much fun, but can you guys get even closer out on the road? You're, you know, you're a veteran player. You've been around a lot of teams. And what kind of good things can take place on a long road swing? Well, you learn a, a lot about each other. You know, you're, we're in tight quarters. We're in planes. We're you know in hotel rooms together. We're in you know restaurants. So uh, we'll be around each other, and uh, we might get sick of each other every now and then, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing, and um, you know we'll get a lot of a lot of great tests too against a lot of great teams. So um, it'll be uh, it'll be a good road trip. Thanks, Brett. All right, that's Mike Conley. Back to you guys. That was Mike Conley. Eleven points to go along with five assists and four rebounds in this one. Now let's let you hear from the star of the night. That would be Donovan Mitchell. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. And you're setting yourself up the road trip. Um, when you're going in after last night's kind of weirdness going on. Um, how'd you feel going into this game and um, playing so well? I think for us, just continuing to, to build. You know, obviously, um, to completely to be completely honest, I think the biggest thing we took away from last game was just being able to, you know, uh, come out and come out with a hot start. You know, obviously, on a back to back, you know, you get a little fatigued in the second half. They start making shots. You know, but you know, for us to withstand what we did without Rudy, I think it uh, says a lot. Mm-hmm. 
you were really aggressive with that pick and roll three early mm. in the game, especially. Was that something you knew you could uh, get? No, I, th I think I, I made, I got to the lane, you know, and then I made one, you know, and you start to see him go in, you just start taking him. Um, I think that was just, it wasn't anything premeditated. It was just me just going through reading the defense, and when you start to feel it, you start to keep going. But, um, yeah, um, and sometimes you just, you got to just, Go from the jump and then Boyan, you know, it's just, I make a joke, it's still great to have Boyan, man. Like to be able to just, you know, I think I had was it 12, you know, start the game, and he's right there with, with 12, you know, it's just being able to pick up that, that scoring so that 12 doesn't have to be 16, 18, you know, be able just to you know, uh, take the load off a little bit. Tony Bradley's first start tonight, yeah. how did he play? Oh, he played well. You know, obviously at the beginning, you know, Hayes got a few looks, but he took that, I told him to take that challenge, you know, being able to adjust. You know, the guys, the guys in the NBA for a reason, you know, he's a Jackson Hayes is really talented, but Tony took that challenge on. You saw it throughout the game, you know, being able to get to the read spot, uh, setting great screens, being able to run the floor. You know, he ran a few times, which opened up threes. You know, I think little things that may go unnoticed, he did. What do you think of his, his defense, especially, too? Um, yeah, he was there, you know, obviously with the blocks, you know, you can see the emotion getting out of him. I think that's the tone that we all like to see. I think for us, it's you know something we've seen. You know, in the one on ones, we've seen that. But you know, I'm, I'm happy he's being able to show it and showcase it. What about uh, five game roadie? Uh, just after you won some games, you're 11 and five, so you're doing in pretty good shape. What do you think of your chances of doing pretty well on this? Um, we just got to take it game by game. You know, we can't look at it as you know we play five times in eight days. We got to be able to focus just on Milwaukee, uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, and just then from there just keep going. I think for us, um, recovery is going to be huge. Being able to recover and, and being able to stay locked in and, and be focused. Obviously, the chemistry in here is phenomenal as usual. But can a team get even closer, for especially sure. some new guys? I think for I think I don't even think we're at 100. percent You know, as far as collectiveness, I think there are times. You know, we noticed this game where we kind of got stuck, you know, with the ball movement. I think the way we approached the end of the game tonight was was was, uh, was, was huge. You know, being able, obviously, you know, when you have big fellow there, being able to clean guys up with screens, it changes the offense a little bit. But being able to have Jeff at the five and continue to move and then bring Tony back in and continue to move, I think, was, was huge. When it comes to that, like, three-quarter pass, three-quarter quarter pass, is that something you practice or is that just, like, instinctive? Uh, um, that's just... You know, uh, baseball and uh, the one today. I don't. I don't know what sport that would be. <laughs> it's just, that was a, that's a football pass, actually. But the soccer, you can't jump though, so it's kind of you know. But, um, but I, I just, you know, if I see it, I'm gonna throw it. You know, and I think Boyan notices that. I think a lot of them, Boyan and, and Joe, definitely noticed that. But I'm gonna let it fly. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you. Your turnovers are way down this year. Mm -hmm. uh, ask Coach about it. Hold up. Sorry, don't do that. Kind of get to being a little more decisive with your shots, getting mm -hmm. to the right place for your shots, almost using shooting as a way to avoid turnovers mm -hmm. in certain yeah. situations. How do you all balance that, though, with not, you know, obviously not dominating? Yeah, I think much. for me, just continuing, well, on top of that, you know, it's different when you have guys who can just, you know, the spacing's different. You know, I think for me, being able to not have to force it so much, to be able to come down and take the shots, have, and I've been saying this since rookie year, to have your teammates, like, you know, support you when you take certain shots. I think this, that's a huge thing. You know, you don't second-guess yourself. You don't, you don't worry about it. You just go out there and shoot and let it fly and just being more efficient. You know, I think it's really what I've been working on all summer, just being able to find ways. And when I say efficient, I don't mean, you know, seven of nine from the field. You know what I mean? With, with what I do, how I do it, how I get to my spots and being able to slow down. On the flip side of that, are there times where you're almost having to encourage other guys to shoot more in yeah, certain situations? Sure. I think Boyan, I think Boyan doesn't doesn't understand. He just just let it fly. You know, I think tonight was a good a good uh, a good test for us just to be able to shoot it, and let it fly. You know, I think there's there's no really bad shot. I mean, there are, but like you know, I think for him, especially Mike, Joe, Royce, you know, I text Royce every day to shoot the ball. You know, I yelled at him today to shoot, and he made it. But like just being able to continue to have that confidence, I like, guess, huge. Real quick on Tony, yeah. is he as shy with you guys as he is? With yes, one hundred percent. You try yes. to bring it out of him I've, at all? We've tried. He's okay. just the same. Come in, 
do his thing. Leave. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the same. All right, Jake and Coach, that's Donovan Mitchell. Back to you guys upstairs. There you go. That's Donovan Mitchell. 37 points on 12 of 26 shooting and some absolute clutch play in the fourth quarter to put away the uh, Pelicans. The Jazz win 128-120. to 120. Next broadcast tonight, the Jazz are in Milwaukee to take on Giannis and the Bucks. Tip-off will be a little after 6 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 5 right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There's the best of the Jazz postgame show, the five-game, eight-day Eastern road trip. There's a game in Memphis. Uh, Begins tonight, and we will have more about that game coming up in what is trending. And also, we'll get to the day in the NFL, college football, the upset. Stay with us. This is 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.